welcome to track number five of Season of Withdrawal. Right. How many have been praying in the gardens? Huh? Other spots. Now, God is going to use you mightily. And so, in order for God to use you, you need to endure hardness, which is not hardness. Normal prayer, 10 to 5, in the open air garden. Do you understand? It's normal Christianity. (laughs) Yes, that's Christianity. If you don't have that, you don't have much of a certain level of fruits. You just have talk. Amen. So God has great things that he has in store for us. Amen. Now, I just want to, one of the things that is important to pray for is the future, especially your future ministry. Amen. Your future what? Ministry. Now, nobody knows the day that you will die. One of the mistakes people make is to estimate that they are going to die soon. And they end up living for a long time. It becomes a burden to live. Because you estimated that you will be gone. And it's like, oh, my time is up. Or I'm, I'm near to the end. Then it doesn't become the end. For a long time. And then you start to have problems of wanting to die. Which is another type of problem. So, since we don't know when God is going to call us, it's our duty to estimate at least 70, 80 And, if possible, 120. Now, if you live to be 120, it means you are a toddler, as we are speaking. You haven't even been born. Because 23, you have not got 100 years more to go from now, which is the next century. And... Life is mysterious. Why some people live and live and live and live and live whilst others, you know, sometimes have their lives cut short. If you take somebody like Oral Roberts, whom many of us knew when he was alive. How many knew of Oral Roberts when he was alive? How many of you only knew of him as a dead person? But he just died recently, a few years ago. 
You are not Christians. Oh, okay. That explains why you wouldn't know Ora Roberts. If you are a Christian, you know Ora Roberts. He, he stopped having crusades in 1963 or 1966. Yes. And he built Oral University in 19... It was, it was, I think, dedicated in 1966 or something like that. Or 63. And he lived to 2000 and something. So, the crusade that he stopped doing, there were another 40, 50 years more before he went off. So, if you don't take it, that time becomes, can become a burden. If God has called you to live. <laughs> Are you with me? Yes. And out of us here, by all means, there will be people that have been called to live. There will be accidents. People will die except you. People will get sick except you. People will be overweight. And Wait, oh, you also be overweight, but you will be going. <laughs> I know some ladies, they are so heavy that a taxi doesn't take more than one. The taxi... The taxi doesn't take more than one of them. If there are two, when they stop the taxi, the taxi says no. Because if, if the two come, the car goes down. But they are like 80 something years old. Yes. 70, 80, 90, very fat, breathing, breathing is a calling to live. They eat fufu every day and drink Malta Guinness and Coke every day. They are living, breathing. People are doing diet days that. And all my stories are true. These are real people that I know. Yes. Nothing is wrong with them. Yes. They're just moving. If two stop a taxi, the taxi will take only one. I don't know whether he charges for three people because they can't, they can't fit in. So life itself is a calling. And you never know. Some of you will be here. All your friends will be dead. 
you'll be going through your address book, you'll see that, ah, where are all these people? I only have young people to relate with. That's why you have to always have younger people as friends. In case your calling is to live. You need younger people as friends. Otherwise you may become lonely as time goes by. Receive the calling of life. Now Noah and Enoch they walked with God. Yes. Noah and Enoch, they walked with God. Genesis chapter 6 verse 9. Noah was a just person and perfect in his generation and Noah walked with God. What does that mean? To walk with God means he's with you You are talking to him. So if you can't spend seven hours with somebody, I should show you how you can be with a person. You know, there are two types of conversations. A monologue and a dialogue. Monologue is when only one person is talking. Now people, there are some people, when they are chatting, they talk. And they don't realize that nobody else is talking. Yes. Such people can have a lot of friends because you don't need to say much. They just flow. So, but such people can also be greatly deceived because they are always talking and nobody is saying what they think. If you are the type that needs to have both sides speaking and you are able to walk with God it means you are the person who can talk to God God talks back to you that's a dialogue or a monologue which is the type that is prone to deception or you don't understand I know a pastor, if I meet him, he will talk uh, so many things. Very strong opinion about so many things. Some years ago, I decided that oh, this guy, if I bring my opinion, brings a conflict. So I decided when I see him, I don't say, oh, how are you doing? Talk, 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 talk. And I just go. A monologue. You can easily be deceived. So when you come for a prayer meeting, Monologue. You can easily be deceived. Because there's nothing coming back from the other side. And you say you've prayed. 
Check the dictionary. Dialogue. Monologue. A what? A dialogue is a conversation between two or more people. Monologue. A long, tedious speech by one person during a conversation. (laughs) A long, tedious speech by one person during a conversation. So, are, are you listening to me? Yes. A what? A dramatic speech by a single actor. Talk. A A prolonged talk or discourse by a single speaker, especially one dominating or monopolizing a conversation. Now, this is this definition of a monologue and a dialogue are the greatest revelation about the two types of prayer. You see, if I am alone in my room, I will have a dialogue. If I am more leading a meeting or in a group setting, I may be forced to have more of a monologue. And After some time, when you are less deceived, you want a dialogue. You want God to say something back to you. And that, for instance, may lead you to dislike fasting where you don't hear from God. Because often you are, all your mind is concentrating on surviving till six o'clock or four o'clock or whatever time you've chosen. Or if it's an all night, a monologue where you are fighting to just stay awake till the time is up. Yes. So, I don't know if you have any friends like that, but you need to know whether you are a monologue conversationalist or a dialogue person. You see, one day, a husband and wife were quarreling. They came to my office. And uh, her, quarrel, her, her, her issue was that he doesn't talk in the house anymore. He does, not anymore. He doesn't talk. He's just quiet. Not angry, but he's quiet. So she said it kills her because she likes talking. So then he was quiet. Then he just made one comment. He said, I don't enjoy her, convers- her topics. Conversation. Then she burst out. You don't, or she freaked out. You don't enjoy my conversation. When I was in London, you used to call me for eight hours. Talk to me for eight hours. Yes. Different time zones. So those of you who are building up in relationships with these conversations, I want you to check whether it's a monologue or a dialogue. 
Because you see, if it's a monologue, you may, you may not realize that it's a monologue. Because people who are monologue conversationalists, they don't realize that it's a monologue. Only one person is talking. One day I was talking to somebody on the phone and a voice said, have you noticed you are the only one speaking? And I decided not to call that person again. Because it's a far lower quality of relationship. If I sit in my car with you and I drive from here to wherever or I, any journey or whatever, we are going somewhere and I talk with you sharing scriptures with you, a young lady. I'm sharing scriptures with you for seven hours. I have not had a dialogue with you. I've shared scriptures with you and ministered the word. It's a monologue. We haven't had fellowship. Oh, you don't understand it? Yes. It's a camp meeting. Yeah. You see, you, you don't have to be satisfied with a low-level relationship with God. When I was lying down on the floor, the carpet in my father's hotel in 1991 or so, and then the Spirit said to me, give thyself holy. So I said, how do you know the spirit? It's like a thought. Uh, Let's not be spooky. It's like a thought. Don't don't think of angels. It's like a thought. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like a thought that a conviction or a thought comes to you quite strongly. Yes. I don't want you to be spooky and feel there's something that flying and it was a verse and I was having my quiet time and I was praying yes I hope you are with me give thyself holy and I felt at that moment that God was telling me to give myself completely to ministry that's a dialogue very quality it changed my whole life very quality at that time I I had a a business a teapot truck I was doing sand and stone. I was a sand and stone contractor. Don't laugh. It is true. I don't know why you are laughing. As serious things. But I took the decision. This is the end of this. And I called for my truck and I went to park it at Airport Junction. They were selling trucks and cars Then I went to add them for sale. That Based on that Dialogue. Based on that word, dialogue. Not not the monologue. The monologue, you never hear something. You never hear anything. You never you can never say, I feel God said this to me, or God impressed some. Or then you listen to a message and you hear something and you say that this this is something God is telling you. Yes. I must do this. And you do it. See, this, this is why the quality of Christian, if you are, I send you to the mission field and you are not having a dialogue with God. I mean, how can God lead you? How can the spirit bring you further? You need to know how to hear from God. 
And you need to have dialogue prayers. Long times. You need it. You can't just talk, 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 talk. You see, you listen to that monologue definition. You realize that it's actually a problem of people who just speak a lot. But they don't hear anything back. There are people like that. Talk, 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 talk. And you feel that you are good. Yes. You feel that you are good. But actually, it's not. You'll be surprised when you hear something back. And sometimes you, it's a monologue because when somebody says something, your reaction is negative. So it's like they've learned not to say anything about anything anymore. That's why I cannot just preach. I also need to hear. I cannot just shout. When I see people praying like that, I know that they are not spiritual. Yes. That's true. From beginning to end, I I know that they are not spiritual. The day God starts to speak to you and you get up and you say, I felt God telling me this or that or that or that. My whole life is punctuated by things that I felt God impressing me, me to do. Either my quiet time or the Bible or a thought or something, but it doesn't go away. Like, like last week. I was watching something and I watched it for five hours and I saw it was a criticism about somebody and I watched it for five hours And then after I watched something else, also about the same person, then the Holy Spirit ministered to my heart. He said, do you see? All these criticism couldn't destroy this person. Only this thing could destroy the person. Yes. I was shocked. I was stunned. Yeah. So he was now speaking to me and showing me something that it's like all the plenty hours was this word. You just need a word. Joseph, the Bible said, until his word came. Yes. Yeah. I hope you are understanding spirituality. Walking with God. Yes. Walking with God. I've always been uncomfortable with quiet people and being the only one who speaks. I will speak when I'm sure of what I know you are also saying. Then I feel free. When I'm with people I'm not sure, I don't speak much or at all. Many times my mother has asked me, come, this person, talk, talk, you know, speak to the person. I don't know the person. Depending on who knows me, some people find me very quiet. And some people, when, we, when I travel in the car, there's no music usually. No music at all. Talking. 
I can talk a lot when I'm depending on who I'm talking to. Yeah, but other times you many most of my classmates in school they be fine or quiet. Jesus was quiet when he was before Pilate. That's, do you not answer any of them? No comment. I, I don't have anything to say. But when he was with disciples, from John chapter 5, he thought, ah, my blood, this, 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 this. Hey! <laughs> so, you must develop and there are times where it has to be you speaking to God almost in a monologue almost in a monologue but then you need the dialogue yes because I can be with somebody I, I talk a lot but I talk a lot because I am sure of the person's mind there are people I talk to because I'm trying to think I'm thinking aloud as I'm talking to them. I'm not sure of what I'm saying, but I'm talking so that the talking develops the idea. Yes. So I may do most of the talking, but I'm, I'm not uncomfortable with it. But I'm uncomfortable with dialogue. So I relate with you more if, as you speak more than I relate with you more. Yes, I relate with you less as you speak less. So everybody here needs to be someone who hears from God. How can I send you on a mission? I'm, I'm not planning to go on a mission. But, but you're on a mission here. Mission of mission life. It's called mission life. Your life is a mission. You are living out a mission practically. Am I on a mission? I'm, I'm also on a mission. I'm on a mission. Yes. You get it? Yes. So God has many different ways through which he speaks to you. Now the most tedious way that God speaks to you is through a series of events that don't work. That after a long time you get the message. Trying this, trying this, working on this, trying this, working on that. It's like things are not working. Then you finally see that, ah, I think God is trying to show me something. But that's a difficult way. You could be saved from pain by being a minister who knows how to have a dialogue with God like Noah. He worked with Nobody will work with somebody unless you are, you are good company. When people have a right to choose who they want to be with, they choose what is company, their company. Yes. That's why people choose their own cabinet. When the president became the president, he chose his own people. You can't choose for him. He chose his own vice president and he chose his own ministers. Hey, wait Can't use a constitution to choose such people for. Yeah. So you see now standing in one place and shouting your head off. <laughs> A lot of those people don't end up in ministry. Yes. They end up making fun of tongues. Yes. 
They'll be praying different tongues. They're fasting. They'll be saying, kele wele, kele wele, kele wele. I mean, all kinds of tongues which are not tongues. And it's like a joke to them. <laughs> but it's not a joke to me. My tongues are not a joke to me. So, Noah was a just man and perfect because he walked with God. Now, truly, I can know something about you by knowing your friends. Your best man, your maid of honor, and your maids of honors, and the <laughs> other, what are they? Bridegroom, groomsmen, bridesmaids, bridal team, whatever, that group. Scripture readings, everything. Yes. So for, for, for Noah to walk with God, it, it tells you something about Noah. He was a very, very great person. Yeah. May you be someone who walks with God. God speaks to you. And you also speak back to God. God hears your prayer. Uh, Now, when you are on a spiritual journey, you can pray a long time for something and God will not seem to answer. Please, I hope you are not on your phone sending a message to anybody. I can see somebody sending a message to somebody as I'm preaching. And the person is in my right eyeball. This one. This side. Everybody look at my, my uh, the, person is, the person is in this, this eyeball. In this direction. <laughs> Who are you walking with flowingly and easily? Is your friend. Is your friend. And I want everybody here to be sendable. If I send you on the mission, you may even call me to tell me God spoke to me. Few of my missionaries ever call me to tell me that God spoke to them. God spoke to me and told me I should do this. So, wow, do it. I felt impressed in my spirit. Yes. Years ago, I went to see Archbishop. He was not a bishop, he was Pastor Nick. I felt the Lord told me to honor him. I said so. People don't, you don't have God speaking to you in a dialogue. Yeah. You read a book and God doesn't speak to you. Or even something happens in front of you and God says, be careful of this. This is, what, this is what is intended for you. So dialogue prayers, monologue and dialogue prayers, you must ask yourself. Now, a shame, a shame must be when it's only when you are asked to come to wait on him 
that you come and wait on him. Which shame falls on most of us here. Who summons me for prayer meetings? So that's where you see a spiritual person. He misses the dialogue. Last week I was somewhere, I was just praying. I miss it. I feel like going back is so different to come and be leading people, talking to people. It's, it's, like, it's like darkness and light. Yes, that's the experience I have. Yes, I would like to be alone with God. Noah walked with God. It's a different experience. Yes. I feel like going back right now. Every time I go and wait on the Lord, and I come, I feel so sad. It's a sign that it has worked. I said, ah, I'm going back to the battle. <laughs> From now, your life will be punctuated by your walk with God and your dialogue. Yes. You see the prayer garden? I want to hear of you coming. Oh, I've checked in on Wednesday and I'll leave on Friday evening or Friday. You see, that a day you travel, a day you travel is never a quality day. The day you arrive, the day you leave, they are low quality days of fellowship. Yes, it's the low quality. It's always the days you don't travel that we count. Yes. Yeah. The day you are not coming, you are not leaving, you are not checking in, you are not checking out. The whole of the prayer gardens is for you. All the rooms are for you. First lovers have special arrangements and it's going to become even uh, easier because of the new place. Far cheaper. I think it will be one CD or something. I don't know. If you go to the prayer garden, the nicest part of the prayer gardens is the lowest valley. You see the mountain of the whole garden. Very beautiful from there. That's the best view. That's the best part. Yes. You need to be found. Nobody has sent you here. So I'll see you on Friday. I don't have to announce. Oh, announce with big banner. Two days prayer and fasting. Brother... So and so, two days prayer, three days No. A person who is your friend, you are in touch with the person all along. Yes. Are you, are you with me? Yes. The fact that I have to organize you to come and pray lowers what you are doing here. It's of a lower quality. Yes. Are you there or you are leaving? You have entered a 
good relationship. And after three weeks, four weeks, you are not getting certain things that you need from the relationship. So you sit down with the beloved that you've beloved dosed. And you say to the beloved, when you see me, say I miss you. So that is on Tuesday. So when you come and see the beloved on Wednesday, when the beloved sees you, you say, oh, good afternoon and welcome. I miss you. Is it nice? Something has been taken out of the I miss you. Why? Because you were told to do it. You were told to say it. It's so not nice. Organized love. It's a far lower version. So in as much as you are here praying, you see, I'm killing something. Some of you feel you've prayed in the gardens the whole day. And I'm showing you that some of you were doing monologue. It was a very low quality. And some of you feel that, oh, we have come to pray, but I'm showing you that it's a very low quality because you've been organized. You've been organized. And you mustn't be organized. You must, everybody here, you see, once I was talking to more than one person, the person said, wow, this place, I tell you, I need to see, it must be a university, university of, what do you call it? Leadership of this and that. And I said, please, I beg you, Keset be the one who turns this place into a university. Yes. There are a lot of good universities and thank God we will send our children there. This place is for prayer, for Bible school, for what we are doing. Sending missionaries. Spirituality. And I saw the disappointment on their faces. They lost interest. I'm not the person they want. They, They thought I mean, I don't know what they thought or wanted. So listen, you find your time, your way to wait on God. Everybody must wait on God. Come, sir. Find two days, even a day, morning to evening. You'll be surprised. Just one day. Wait on God. Have a monologue stroke dialogue. See whether something can happen. You see that your life starts to upgrade. One day the Lord spoke to me. Eh? You know this same type of dialogue. I want you to write a book. Not with a voice. Oh. A thought. Just say a thought. Everybody say a thought. Mm-hmm. See, because I want to be less spooky. Because I can also say. I, I know one person. I said God speak to him. Turn left. Turn left. Turn right. Left again. I said wow. I said hey. More than Google Maps. Left, right, left, right. Hey! Some pastors, when they preach, you feel unspiritual. Oh. It's like, Charlie, 
you are not at the level at all. God maps. But with, with time, you get to see the difference. You say that this is not, I'm just, just thinking. It's something that God is telling me. He says, I'll bring to your remembrance. I'll bring to your mind. When the spirit comes, it will bring to your remember. Your mind will, you, you bring certain things to your mind. It doesn't go away because the spirit that brought that thing to your mind. Yes. And he brought to my mind. And he said to me, write a book. What? Me? That he would mills, I should write a book. About what? That's the books we are, we are having. Them. Supposing I say it's not real. <laughs> Supposing I say it's not God. And it's, just, it's just imaginations. Yeah. If there was no dialogue where God could tell me to write books. So you see, my life jumped. Yes. A notch higher. I've been invited all over the world just for I, I can mention you so many countries, and not, not to preach to Ghanaians. This year I've been invited. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Different country, Asia, all over the world. From that. So if I was not to hear that dialogue through this. That's the, that's the importance of waiting on God. Yes. So tonight, our prayer is going to be earlier than yesterday so that you can more dialogical prayers than monologue waiting to survive till the morning. Yes. I'm waiting for you to pray till the spiritual energy in you is such that you are unable to sleep. Yes. There is a time when the spiritual power in you is such that. So one time I prayed from morning to evening. I couldn't sleep again. I was just awake like that. Just awake. I cannot. A bed is there. I don't, I don't see beds. I don't see beds. When I see bed, I don't. I don't. I'm seeing air. No, I don't sleep on bed. I'm waiting for the time when the spiritual energy in you is so much that you are just alive. Not that you are trying to stay awake till four or till two or till three as you were trying yesterday. <laughs> are you there or you are leaving? Yes. So that is a blessing. Stand to your feet. Now, Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. 
it shall come to pass that if thou shalt hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God, you know, and the Lord will lift you on high. Yesterday I was telling you a bit about Lucifer. And we are going to continue the next session. You see, the main thing is who you are listening to. Who you are listening to. If you take all churches in Accra, the members of the church are the products of what they are listening to. Yes. So it always depends on who you are listening to. You become a certain way. Yeah. Most of the world listens to the devil. So God is looking for people who listen to him. So Noah was found amongst all the people who said, this man will do what I say. Wow. And he became so special. I want you to lift your hand and pray that God will open your ears and ability to hear from God. Like, listen, listen. You see, maybe you came for this camp only to hear what I said about monologue and dialogue. It, it can be the turning point of your life. Yes. Yes. I, mean, I stopped monologue prayers long time ago. And monologue friends, people who just talk, never hear what the other person has to say. You, you, you lose. You are the loser. So, we are going to pray that you become a dialogue person. Because maybe it can come in a message. Or maybe you were listening to something. The afternoon, reading something. It's like, that's it. This is what God wants you to do now. But maybe nothing happens. So then you know all the time that he has not spoken to you. That's how it is. Yeah. That's how it is. Spoken to you. It's not spoken to you. Lift your hands. I want to have my dialogue with my God. I want to be like Noah. I want to hearken diligently.